Come, Lord Jesus, my lover. Come, Lord Jesus, my lover. This would serve as the theme of my homily today. The first reading paints a picture of a beautiful environment where a lover chooses to woo his beloved. God is our lover. Create a mental picture of a beautiful garden with lovely flowers of different kinds, with beautiful fruits of different types, apple, grapes, and many others. And imagine yourself being invited into such a beautiful environment by God, who sees in you not an ugly person, not a poor person, not one who lives in fornication, not an adulterer, not a liar, not an armed robber, not a thief, not a 419 not an orphan, not a widow, not a widower, not a barren woman, not an impotent man, not a jobless person, not one who is rejected by the society, not one who has suffered multiple heartbreaks, not one who is critically ill, not one who is diagnosed of a terminal disease, not one who is living in a poverty-stricken society, a war-torn environment, but a beautiful soul created in his own image and likeness. Dear friend, when God looks at you, what he sees is not firstly your faults, your incapacitations, your loopholes, your flaws, and your errors. No, he sees first of all in you, a child of his, created in his image and likeness, and redeemed in love through his son, Jesus Christ. And when you see yourself in this new light, because this is the way God sees you, you can now advance in response to the invitation of Jesus Christ, your lover, who is inviting you into this beautiful garden of God's mercy, God's compassion, God's love and God's blessings. The mercy of God is inexhaustible. His love for us is eternal. It has no beginning. It has no end. And that is why Jesus today takes human form in order to save us. And as we draw so close to the day we commemorate the incarnation of Christ, the church brings this to the fore, that we are all invited into this beautiful love relationship with God, our lover, through Jesus Christ, our Savior. The question now is, are you ready to rise from where you are today? If you continue to see yourself against the backdrop of what your society makes you to think of yourself, of what circumstances have made of you, of what people say of you, of how you are being through difficulties, of what you are suffering today, it will be difficult for you to get up and walk to Jesus in honor of this invitation of his. If you look only at your faults 
as your limitations, as the sins you have committed, it will be difficult for you to rise and come to him to honor this invitation he's offering you. And fortunately enough for you and I, dear child of God, God is seeing in you the beauty of his glory because he created you in his image and likeness. And by virtue of your baptism, you have been redeemed from every condemnation. You are no longer condemned by God, at least as of today. You will only be condemned if you reject this invitation of God to the very last of your life. You still have opportunity to enjoy this Islam. And this God we serve is not a God that waits for us to repent of our sins and come to him in search of him. He is the God who goes in search of us. Jesus is the one offering this invitation. He is the one coming to woo you. Why not respond positively to this love invitation of his? Why not come into this beautiful garden? Where there are different kinds of fruits for you to enjoy. Where there is so much of luxury for you to enjoy. The luxury of God's love. The luxury of God's compassion. The luxury of God's kindness. The luxury, the beauty, the glory of God's mercy. God's goodness to you. The child of God. Today we are invited to come to God. Or rather God comes to us. Beckoning on us. To arise and embrace this gift of love he has for us. Jesus went, even while in the womb, to encounter Elizabeth and John the Baptist, who was yet in the womb. But because the Savior, the Redeemer, the love of God has come, they left in joy, rejoicing for this free gift of God's love to humanity. Why can't we live also in joy? Even in the midst of our troubles, even in the midst of our challenges, John was in the darkness of the womb, yet he was living, living for joy. John was in the darkness and in the, in the pains of the womb, where he has no right to choose what he wants, but only the nourishment that comes from the oblique cord, through which is connected to the mother, and yet in his seemingly incapacitations, limitless force, and um, uh, short force, he was still able to live for joy because he recognizes the coming of the love of God for him and for humanity in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus is our lover. Jesus is your lover. He loves you just the way you are. And he comes to you today, inviting you. Rise, live for joy. Even in, your, in the midst of your afflictions, in the midst of your sins, in the midst of your flaws, in the midst of the troubles of the world and of the society of today, live in joy and walk up to him. Embrace this love of God. And everything about you will begin to change for good. Because it is only when we begin to live in the love of God that our sinful inclinations and tendencies will begin to give way. Because the love of God is powerful enough to sanctify us and to cleanse us of our faults. It is only when we all begin to live in the love of God that our homes, our marriages, our society will begin to change for good. Our world will begin to change for good. Because the love of God is powerful enough to eradicate from our society all all sources of afflictions, all sources of troubles, all sources of wars, all sources of a crisis of all kinds, and even failure of governments of the world. If we begin to live in the love of God that he has come to offer us in Christ, the world 
will change for good. And that's why I pray for you today, especially homes, families, marriages, communities, nations, where there is little or no experience of true love, that as we accept this God-given love, as we accept the proposal of God our lover in the person of Jesus Christ, as we accept to embrace this unconditional love of God and to abandon ourselves in the loving hands and care of God, our world will change for good, even through us, who now become, being beneficiaries of this love of God, the agents of the love of God unto others, through Christ our Lord.